BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ditch the clowns on the left and the jokers on the right and join Michael Smirconish right here in the middle. This is the Smirconish podcast for independent minds. I wish to make a preliminary announcement. If you are one of those people who loves Michael's show but can't stand it when Michael talks about Trump, you might do well to F off to the bar right now. Thank you and enjoy the show. <laughs> We're all humored by it, right? We think it's hysterical. hysterical. Whack, whack. Well done. It's Gonzo Tuesday. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. <laughs> Oh, my God. And we're here all week. Oh, God. Okay. So, listen, you have heard a lot about the FBI search. He calls it the raid of Mar-a-Lago. I don't want to be duplicative, but there are a lot of things I want to say. There's a lot that stands out to me about this whole episode, not the least of which is that a federal magistrate judge would have had to have made a determination that there was probable cause of a crime that was committed doesn't necessarily mean a crime committed by Donald Trump. And and by the way, I'm going to offer you my take on this, and then our good friend Danny Savalos will join in the second hour of the program, and we will get his legal expertise. I know that he's been burning the midnight oil for NBC through the night and through the early morning. But my point is that this is a deliberative process. And although a little different because it was a FISA warrant, you know, Carter Page, who I heard from yesterday or the day before, hadn't heard from him for a long time. um, Carter Page would tell you, hey, just because they were able to convince, in this case, a federal magistrate judge, don't don't go thinking they've got an ironclad case. Uh, Surely Merrick Garland had to sign off on this. This was not some rogue agent. This is this is not, you know, someone in the Miami FBI office. This this had to be determined at the highest level of the AG's office. I do believe I heard them sort of guffawing at Fox about the idea that <laughs> yeah, as if the Biden White House didn't know. No, I'm sure for the protection of the president and the protection of the integrity of the investigation, I'm sure the White House didn't know anything about it. The biggest question that I have, could it really have just been about Trump's refusal to turn over documents, to return documents to the National Archives? I mean, it it just seems, it seems like a lot for that. But, and this is going to be a constant theme of my commentary, that which we don't know outweighs that which we know, which is the reason why I think people who do what I do for a living, and this certainly wasn't exercise last night or this morning, but ought to keep their powder dry. The other question that I have, okay, so if it really was about retrieval of documents that should have been in the possession of the National Archives since he left the White House, what if they 
what if they saw something else along the way? Because if they did, it would be fair game, which kind of raises the question of, well, if it was, quote unquote, just about the National Archives, is that a pretense? If they're searching for X, but they see Y, can they seize it? Yeah, if it's evidence of a crime. But there is a process. They needed a search warrant in order to do this. An affidavit would have been submitted to a federal magistrate judge that would explain what they wanted to search, what they potentially wanted to seize. It would have set forth probable cause that those things they were looking for is evidence of a federal crime. And and doesn't necessarily establish probable cause that a particular person like it wouldn't if we saw the paperwork, it's not going to say that Donald we have probable cause that Donald Trump committed a crime. That's not the way that it works. There's a difference between the search warrant application and the warrant itself. The warrant itself is that which the agents would have carried when they got to Mar-a-Lago yesterday in the early morning hours that would be left behind. And so today. It would be the president's lawyers analyzing the warrant and trying to glean what the application would have contained because the application process is a one-way street. Like, you get that. The, the president in this case, the former president, is not represented in the process where application is made for a search warrant. That's the federal prosecutor going to the federal magistrate judge, and nobody represents the interests of the president necessarily, although the magistrate judge is supposed to be circumspect you'd rather see the search warrant affidavit or application than the warrant itself and it's the warrant itself that that trump has in his possession today so what's it all about i had a lot of choices today in determining what i would post at smirconish.com on the coverage and we've got lots of good coverage and i i recommend that you check out the way that it's all framed in the daily newsletter. I went with the Washington Post several person byline story, which has former President Donald Trump said Monday that the FBI had raided his Mar-a-Lago club and searched his safe. And then says the Post activity related to an investigation into the potential mishandling of classified documents, according to two people familiar with the probe. One of the people who spoke on the condition of anonymity to discuss the details said agents were conducting a court-authorized search as part of a long-running investigation of whether documents, some of them top secret, were taken to the former president's private golf club and residence instead of sent to the National Archives when Trump left office. That would be a violation of the Presidential Records Act which requires the preservation of memos, letters, notes, emails, faxes, and other written communication related to the president's official duties. Searching a former president's property to look for possible evidence of a crime is highly unusual and would require approval at the top levels of the Justice Department. It represents a historic moment in Trump's tortured relationship with the Justice Department, both in and out of the White House. You know, recently... I had a conversation here and on CNN with Renato Mariotti. Renato Mariotti is the Chicago-based uh, former U.S. attorney. We were talking about, we were parsing the DOJ memos, which essentially say don't do something political close to an election. But when we really parsed the memos, I said to Renato, nothing in here precludes a ramping up of the investigation of Donald Trump or Hunter Biden or uh, an indictment of either. And he agreed with me. 
I think those memos are largely mischaracterized. And here we are, 90 days out from the election. Are we within the window where the Justice Department is supposed to operate at a higher level of scrutiny? It's ill-defined. You know, maybe you would say, well, it's Labor Day. That's the traditional start of the, the fall campaign. I just wanted to point that out as a footnote. So there are a lot of aspects of this that intrigue me. Um, how about the fact that this stayed under wraps most of the day? They executed this 24 hours ago. Then they stayed through most of the day at Mar-a-Lago and word didn't leak out. A senior U.S. official tells NBC's Kelly O'Donnell that the FBI was present, quote, for the majority of the day. They say that Trump's use of the word raid was inappropriate. They were, quote, not breaking down doors here. The official that Kelly O'Donnell relied upon said it was an orderly execution of a search warrant. The FBI notified the Secret Service that a warrant would be executed. The Secret Service, quote, facilitated access to the Florida Trump property as fellow federal agents but they didn't take part in the investigation or search. So the Secret Service gets notified. If you're the FBI and you want to now go into Mar-a-Lago with a search warrant, what do you do? You call the Secret Service and you say, hey, we're coming over. Did that word immediately get to the president? That's a question I'd like to know the answer to. I mean, the Secret Service is under scrutiny because of allegations made about January 6th and Cassidy Hutchinson and the issue of the missing uh, texts and so forth, if they are missing. Do you know how the, the news got out? All through the day, apparently, the FBI was at Mar-a-Lago. Mar-a-Lago is closed right now. Now, that might explain part of this. Mar-a-Lago is not open for business. They shut down uh, at the end of, pardon me, at the beginning of summer. Maybe it's July 4, and then reopen, I think, in October. That's why he's in Bedminster. You know, the, the, the people who patronize it presumably aren't there in the summer months. So Mar-a-Lago's not there. That might explain why it stayed under wraps. But you have to believe there are a lot of caretaker types. And nobody seems to have dropped the dime. And then Peter Schorsch of Florida Politics tweeted it out last night at 6.36 p.m. As has been pointed out, when he used the word scoop in his tweet, he didn't even capitalize it. I love the the sort of humble and understated nature in which the guy who has a huge story breaks it. He's not sure what this is about, to be honest. I'm not strong enough as a reporter to hunt this down. But it's real. That's how he put the word out. I'm not strong enough to hunt this down, but it's real. And it is. And Trump then confirmed it, talking in a statement about... His beautiful home having been raided. And immediately thereafter, immediately thereafter, this is something that surprised me and and maybe didn't surprise you. But I was I was surprised at how quickly the conservative media coalesced around the former president. And you say, well, why, Michael, would that surprise you? What you know, of course, they're going to come to. I don't know. There's again, there's more unknown than known. Like, why would you so far extend yourself, extend yourself so far for Trump when you really don't know what the feds have? Axios this morning, channeling the same thoughts that I had. Uh, This is from Mike Allen. Keep in mind, we know little definitively here. 
the unknowns one why was this raid and how why this raid and why now two what does the fbi know to justify it three who approved it and why four what did they actually seek and what did they actually find five will it lead to charges against the former president the bottom line these investigations are top secret so more likely than not we won't get the full picture anytime soon i think we'll there'll be some drips and drabs today I don't expect the Justice Department. Some speculated that the, the Justice Department will have a, a presser. No, that was Comey's mistake. There's no way Merrick Garland, no way Merrick Garland is getting in front of a camera. Examples of what I'm talking about in terms of how far the media uh, were going. La- Laura Ingram. And let me just remind you, Laura Ingram, who on January 6th, as the riot was unfolding, texted Mark Meadows, I'm doing this from memory, but I'm, I'm pretty sure she said uh, he's going to destroy everything that's been accomplished. You know, tell everybody to go home. Just like Hannity on January 6th, in the moment, appreciated just the severity and significance of January 6th and was like, you know, you got to do something. Well, last night it was different. Um, as reported by Mediaite, at the end of her show, Ingram called on Republicans to hold everyone accountable for undermining the former president if they retake Congress after November's elections. I think that, again, these are her words. This is a time for people who love our country, love our representative democracy, respect our Constitution, to take a breath, realize we've been through worse than this before. We'll get through it again. But when we get power back, it's time to hold everyone accountable. The military leadership. The civilian leadership, the civil service, those in Congress who've abused their power, all of them have to be held accountable. All of them. It can't just be the nice guy routine. We just, oh, let's be friends. What? How could you say, you know, we need to get power back and hold the military account accountable for what? The civilian leader? I'd like to hold the media accountable. For telling people that this is nothing but a witch hunt when they couldn't possibly know what it's all about. Hey, by the way, if it turns out that there was a very thin basis to execute a search warrant against the former president of the United States, I'm going to be the first to tell you right here on POTUS. But I can't today, and they shouldn't have last night and through the morning. And, you know, Mark Levin, it's funny to me. I I giggle when I hear Hannity refer to him as the great one. (laughs) The great one? Are you shitting me? The great one? This is the worst attack on this republic in modern history, period. Really, Mark? Do you know what was in that affidavit, that application? Because I don't. If you do, and you can convince me that there was nothing there, then maybe I would agree with you. But how can they go so far as to say this is ridiculous when nobody knows anything? And Bernie Carrick? Damn, I used to have respect for Bernie Carrick. I remember having dinner with Bernie Carrick. We did some event I, in Florida, I want to say. I just, re- I just remember we, I was speaking, he was speaking. We had dinner together, broke bread, because I put Bernie in the way that I put Rudy in that category of post-9-11 hero. Now, here he is talking about how next Democrats might try to assassinate Donald Trump. Democrats. Former NYPD Commissioner Bernie Carrick said Monday he's worried Democrats might try to. uh, These people want us to unravel. 
Laura Ingram. We've got to hold the military accountable. We need to control all this. Bernie Carrick, they might assassinate the Democrats. Then there are the, um, I don't want to be rushed. I'm sorry. I don't want to be rushed. I'm going to take a timeout. I'm going to take a timeout. Just hang with me, okay, everybody? Hang with me. Day like today, I mean, I just, I'll be back in just a second. This is the Smirconish Podcast from SiriusXM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS. Sirius XM Channel 124 and on the SXM app. By the way, I'd love to hear a little Olivia Newton-John today. It, it, it is upsetting. I, I guess for those of us of a certain age, we see ourselves in Olivia Newton-John's passing, and she fought cancer for so long. So young. 73. And I loved, I loved what uh, Travolta uh, released yeah. about her. Uh, and enjoyed, you know, making his company a couple of years ago. You remember that? I know. And now, and now uh, Kelly Preston is gone. And, and she Olivia was there that gone. day. She was there and luminous. Gang, I want to talk about the political ramifications of the search, the raid, as Trump would put it on Mar-a-Lago. You know, I often hear a certain host say that the GOP nomination is Trump's if he wants it, so long as he's solvent, healthy, and unindicted. Question, would an indictment for something relative to documents that should have been in the National Archives, would that be enough to thwart him? If it's perceived as bogus, if it's perceived as thin, if it's perceived as trumped up, might it actually boost him? Because today's poll question at Spurconish.com asks this, does the FBI search of Mar-a-Lago make it more or less likely that Donald Trump is the GOP nominee. My buddy uh, Larry Seisler suggested to me last night, by the way, I, I like it when people suggest uh, poll questions, but Larry suggested a poll question last night of does it increase the likelihood of Trump announcing before the midterm? My answer to that is yes. That is not the survey, though. The survey is, is this going to help him or hurt him secure the nomination? Because it, it, to me, it is reminiscent, and I've told the story before, of a, a Philadelphia mayoral race that I paid very close attention to that I think was in 1991. I may be mistaken. But John Street was the incumbent mayor of Philadelphia, Democratic mayor of Philadelphia, having defeated a Republican named Sam Katz uh, in a very close election. Sam's a friend. And now in the rematch, in the waning days of the campaign... A listening device was discovered in the mayor's office in Philadelphia, 
placed there by the feds, obviously in a circumstance like I've just been describing with Trump, where a federal magistrate judge would have had to conclude that there was probable cause that in that location there was evidence of a crime. Now, you would think that the discovery of a bug in the mayor's office where the mayor's running for reelection would hurt the mayor's likelihood of reelection, especially in a tough campaign. It actually helped him. It actually helped him because the bug was then turned against the Republicans. So as I'm watching this unfold, I'm saying to myself, did Donald Trump's hand at winning the nomination just get strengthened? And of course, if he is the nominee, then none of us know what happens. None of us know what happens. It, it'll it all be dependent upon uh, who the opponent is, how the economy is. Will it be a referendum on Trump again? Halpern says today in his Wide World of News newsletter, and I agree, that what it does is make it a certainty that Trump runs. Because, you know, now, not necessarily to be elected and advance an agenda, but for the legal protection, the practical and legal protection that probably comes from being an announced candidate. Mark says this, Attorney General Merrick Garland is on the mild and cautious end of the temperament spectrum found in the long skein of attorney generals of the United States and at the low end of the political sophistication band. His moving on Trump in Florida signals for anyone with breath and human intelligence that Trump is absolutely going to get indicted for something Garland believes is winnable in court and very serious. Unless... As seems far-fetched, the search was simply a ministerial effort to return to the archives some documents that Trump had refused to turn over. If that is the case, surely the Justice Department will clear that up today. Totally agree with Mark. I find it hard to believe. This is why I'm shocked that even the Fox hosts went as far as they did last night. I find it hard to believe that there would have been this search, this raid, This exercise of raw federal power against a former president of the United States, if it only had to do with the return of documents to the National Archives. Back to Halpern. The response of the Trump party will be a much more full-throated version, perhaps militarized at the street level, of Kevin McCarthy's opening shot in which he bluntly threatened the sitting Attorney General of the United States. By the rules of Trump, his people and nearly all congressional Republican and candidates now fall into that camp, must now take the attorney general on and thus take on the federal government. The Republican Party, the Trump Party, will do this now. It will fully back him now. So forget DeSantis and Yunkin for the time being. Question. If he's convicted of what is presumed to be the basis for this search or raid, could that in and of itself take him out of the running? Charlie Savage addressing this today. Early reports that the FBI search of former President Donald J. Trump's residence in Florida related to the investigation into whether he had unlawfully taken government files when he left the White House focused attention on an obscure criminal law barring removal of official records. The penalties for breaking that law include disqualification from holding any federal office. 
because Trump is widely believed to be preparing to run for president again, that unusual penalty raised the prospect that he might be legally barred from returning to the White House. It's called Section 2071 of Title 18 of the U.S. Code. It makes it a crime if someone who has custody of government documents or records willfully and unlawfully conceals, removes, mutilates, obliterates, falsifies, or destroys them. If convicted, defendants can be fined or sentenced to prison for up to three years. In addition, the statute says if they are currently in federal office, they shall forfeit that office and they shall be, quote, disqualified from holding any office under the United States. Now, hold on a second. Because Charlie Savage's coverage, which is also posted at Smirconish.com, notes that several legal scholars, including Eugene Volokh of UCLA, who's been a guest on this program on a number of occasions, have noted that the Constitution sets eligibility criteria for who can be president, and they've argued that the Supreme Court rulings suggest Congress can't alter them. The Constitution allows Congress to disqualify people from holding office in impeachment proceedings, but grants no such power for ordinary criminal law. Bottom line, if this is all it's about and he's convicted, is he disqualified? Is he removed? We don't know. How about the response from the person you would have to say at this stage for 2024 is Donald Trump's principal or primary opponent? Ron DeSantis, in the same way that I am surprised, maybe he felt he had no choice. Maybe he felt like this was his way to lay claim to MAGA so that if it takes down Trump, hey, he was standing there with Trump. How about the way that DeSantis defended Trump immediately, calling this a weaponization of federal agencies? Here's what DeSantis tweeted Last night, the raid on Mar-a-Lago, another escalation in the weaponization of federal agencies against the regime's political opponents, while people like Hunter Biden get treated with kid gloves. And he's not the only Floridian of note to jump on board. Uh, You had Marco Rubio blasting the move and raising what he saw as concerns over the new IRS agents in the wake of Mar-a-Lago. Quote, after today's raid on Mar-a-Lago, what do you think the left plans to use those 87,000 new IRS agents for? Rick Scott, the Florida former governor, senator, uh, FBI's move, incredibly concerning, especially given the Biden administration's history of going after parents and other political opponents. Uh, He's not a Floridian, but Kevin McCarthy, you know, the presumptive next speaker of the House of Representatives, also towing the line with Trump. House Republicans condemn the FBI search. Kevin McCarthy threatening to investigate the Department of Justice if the GOP takes control of the House in November. He used a phrase similar to DeSantis, the weaponized politicization in characterizing the FBI. I'm far I'm I'm surprised they're all so far extended because I am in the Axios Mike Allen camp. We know very little definitively at this moment. We don't know why this raid was carried out, and we don't know why now. We don't know what the FBI used to justify it. We don't know who approved it and why. We don't know what the agents were seeking and what they actually found, and we don't know that it's going to lead to charges against the former president. That's the world according to me at this moment in time 
subject to change as the day unfolds. Okay, well, thank you for your patience. That is how I see it. The poll question of the day asks, does the FBI search of Mar-a-Lago make it more or less likely that Donald Trump is the GOP nominee? I would say at this stage, more for the reasons that I referenced, unless it's bigger than we currently believe. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS. Sirius XM Channel 124 and on the SXM app. Mitchell uh, in South Dakota, I have a lot of I have a lot of choices in where I go for my first call, but you win because on the screen it says everyone is missing the point. All right, what is the point? You know, Michael, I love listening to you. If I don't listen to something that's more conservative, I listen to you because I think you have a pretty good idea of, or ability to see the forest through the trees. But however, everybody's missing. Yeah, however, it's not that difficult. I mean, conservatives do not trust the FBI. And it's been the, the goal is to get Trump, and it has always been to get Trump. And even if, let's say, the stuff they took out of his place um, finds that there's some really, really terrible things on there, nobody's going to believe it. And they didn't give it his due process. There was no lawyers present. The FBI could put anything they want into those boxes. And well, man, you're, I got to say, your, your, level, your level of distrust and suspicion is sky high if you believe that the FBI in carrying out a search warrant might actually bring with them materials that they can stuff inside the cartons. Holy smokes. You mean the FBI that tried to entrap Trump on how many ultimate... I mean, I honestly believe it's best for this country if Trump doesn't win because it's just a distraction. He should be the kingmaker. He should figure out who can best, if he really loves this country, find out who can best lead this country, if it's DeSantis or whoever it is. But the whole point I'm making is that conservatives are upset like Laura Ingram because you have a a six-year history of them trying to go find a crime to get rid of Trump. And they have not treated him fairly. The media has not treated him fairly. How many times from the Steele dossier to... There's rules for one side of the party. Hillary Clinton did far worse things than Donald Trump ever did. Donald, uh, Joe Biden and his I, son have done far worse things. And it's not speculative. It's on a laptop. You can I, there's visibly so much, see listen, there's, the things that have been done uh, on the other these, side. Which of these, pick one of the things you said that you'd like me to respond to, and I'll try. Um, I would like you to respond to your ability to be fair. 
I honestly go are back you que- and I Are look you questioning it? Are you questioning country? my ability to be fair? I'm, I'm threatening. I'm asking, why is it that suddenly with Donald Trump, it's always one issue? Oh, it's the dossier. Oh, it's January 6th. Oh, it's Ukraine. I, see, I can't, I can't, I can't. Mitchell, I can't. And thank you for your phone call. I do appreciate it. I, I can't hit a moving target. Like, I'm, I'm perfectly willing. I'm not sitting here to, to justify any of this or to defend anyone except myself. But if you're questioning my ability to deliver it straight on, that you're going to get my goat. And, I mean, Hunter Biden? Hell, ask, ask the Biden family members. They're sick of me talking about Hunter Biden. I, I think they've lost my number because I've talked about Hunter Biden. Um, this is... I don't know what to make of it. I don't know. My point is, I don't know how anybody else can render judgment that this is the feds out of control when we don't know what's in those documents. In Maine, this is Rick. Rick, greetings. What did you most want to say? Good morning. I uh, don't agree with the previous caller. I would think that when we look at how uh, conservatives and conservative media has operated in terms of their models and their profit models, I think it represented uh, just too large of an opportunity to keep the, the, the masses engaged and upset, um, kind of like what we just heard, uh, in terms of, you know, they're against us, they're doing this and providing a target. And I think if your point if your point is it's good for if it's good for business, if your point is it's good for business when you're in that that echo chamber, you're absolutely right. Still, I was surprised that they jumped on board so quickly without knowing all the facts. This is Craig in St. Louis. Craig, your observation is what? What I found very interesting is who didn't open their mouth last night. You heard from Lindsey Graham. You heard from uh, McCarthy, who's way out there. Uh, Mitch McConnell, from what I understand, has kept his mouth shut. I'm I'm unaware of him saying anything publicly on this through this moment in time. I agree with you. Oh, there's no love lost between the two of them. I'm I'm sure McConnell hopes that they dispense, politically speaking, with Trump. And I think yours is a... Yours is a good observation. Randall, you're in Kentucky. Quick comment. Go ahead. Yeah, we've got the uh, uh, right-wing press media calling uh, into doubt our military's intention. We've got uh, the Secret Service hiding documents. We've got the House calling it a fake election. Michael, you tell me how this can all work out. And by the way, there is rank... Rank voting in Alaska today. Watch that story. Definitely. Uh, thank you for that reminder. And I will. Uh, yeah, I'm worried that we're coming apart. I'm worried that we're frayed. It's it's the feeling that I had when I came back from uh, summer vacation and, and said I've never had the sense of foreboding about our country that I do now. And that is is today at an 11. Jim, Atlanta, you most wanted to say what? Where is Jim Colley when we need him? Because the FBI and the Department of Justice typically will not say a word as to why they are investigating somebody. They won't even admit investigating somebody until they issue an indictment, and that can take years. So we'll never know, at least in the next few months, why they're investigating Trump. Meanwhile, the Republicans will simply say over and over that it's a witch hunt, it's a witch hunt, it's a witch hunt. Yeah, there could be dead bodies in 
Trump's basement. We won't know until the indictment. I don't know, out. Jim. So, I I don't know. I I'm I'm thinking it's so funny. You would have no way of knowing this, but before taking your call during the commercial break, I just said to TC, TC, will you please keep an eye as I'm speaking to the callers? Keep an eye on any breaking developments because I expect some details are going to trickle out. Remember, the warrant got left behind with Trump and Trump's lawyers at Mar-a-Lago. So they know, they know right now more than we know. Are they going to reveal that information? Paul, you're in Georgia. You most wanted to say what? Yes. It was interesting that DeSantis mentioned Hunter Biden, and to me it looks like if they prosecute Hunter Biden, it'll make it all easier to prosecute the president, the former president. That's my comment. Yeah, I think that would take the edge off. I'm not. I'm not saying there's parity between Hunter Biden's. Uh, in the end, I think it's going to be some some tax charge, if any, and the president, if it's relative to January six. I bring them up in the same breath only because the Justice Department approach as contained in those DOJ memos, would apply, you would think, to each of them, right? Neither's a candidate for office right now. But both are, are, you know, one degree of separation away. Don, you're in Salt Lake City. You most wanted to say what? First of all, hey, and I'll make this quick. I love your show. Thank you for staying in the middle. Uh, Ben Abrams yesterday had Tucker Carlson and MSNBC Matto, and they both complimented each other, and that's the problem where we're at. We have a system that loves to raise hate amongst me and my family members for money and donald trump he's never going to go to jail because violence will break out in a big way before he does thank you so much for a great show i hope you're wrong about that but thank you this is polly in virginia hi polly hi there uh real quick my first concern after reading the initial breaking news was have they discovered proof that classified information has been transferred to Putin or or China, um, that could be the reason why this warrant uh, came about, because it is an unprecedented thing. No that's doubt. It. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that's one of the reasons why, to, to your point, Polly, why, why do we say the possessions of the president are those of the government, <coughs> pardon me, have to be at the National Archives? Because, you know, you want to make sure that loose lips don't sink ships even when a president is out of office. Brian, Michigan, you most wanted to say what? Uh, I can't believe you wasted all your time and breath trying to defend this. It's like banana republic type stuff, and heads need to roll at the DOJ and the FBI. For what? Kevin McCarthy wants For to what? be speaker. He better be ready to impeach the president, impeach Merrick Garland, and impeach Ray. Wait, wait, hang on a second. I don't, care on a second. If, I don't care if Trump How? has the original Declaration of Independence at Mar-a-Lago. He is a former president of the United States. Okay, so wait a minute. So you are saying, Brian, Brian, it's a two-way program. So you are telling me that a president of the United States is above the law, and in no, no circum and in no circumstances should a search warrant be executed against him. Better be for something really big, Michael. Something huge, like maybe he Bri- took home a nuclear weapon or something like that. Not, Brian, not over that's a different. That documents. is a different. Okay, that is a Silly. different point. That is a different point. It's an, I embarrassment, think you, it's an embarrassment to the country is what it is. We're a laughing stock because the Democrats we, are abusing power, chasing around Donald Trump. They, they, Donald Trump okay. just lives in their head. Okay, I've given you the opportunity to say all that. Here's my response. We don't know what we don't know. I, I, if there was one thread you should have taken away from my opening commentary is that Michael said, keep all your powder dry. 
Michael said, how could all of these conservative media types be way the hell out there in defense of him? And by the way, how can all the far left media types be all the way out there saying this is curtains for Donald Trump? I'm the guy sitting here saying I'm reading everything they're reading and it's just not clear. We don't know what they had to be able to go into Mar-a-Lago. So anyone who's reaching final judgments based on this, I think, is is way out over their skis. Anthony, New York, quickly, if you don't mind. Yeah, how you doing? Uh, trust is earned, and the Justice Department has betrayed the American trust going back to 2016. Quickly, I'll just tell you, DOJ had to admit that they did abuse the FISA process that got us into two of impeachment. FBI lawyer um, uh, Clint Smith Carter was Page. suspended for changing documents. Yep, Clinton campaign funded uh, uh, false, false um, uh, uh, research opposition was fined $113,000. FBI Comey, he uh, leaked intentionally. Uh, Ship promised he had all sorts of evidence, did not. The American people aren't stupid. There's a few outholders that just hate Trump so much and they'll believe anything that they are told um, at, at any cost. So this- Here's what we achieved this hour. Thank you, sir. Here's what we achieved. All viewpoints were just represented and from all across the country, which is why I love this program. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. <laughs> 